Thank you for downloading this podcast brought to you by Teacher Magazine. I'm Jo Herb. In this special episode, we're looking ahead to next month's Excellence in Professional Practice conference, where teachers and school leaders are the presenters as well as the delegates. To whet the appetite, we'll hear from both keynote speakers, that's Professor Stephen Dinham and Professor Nan Barr, and we'll share some of our favourite snippets from interviews with previous EPIC presenters, exploring classroom wellbeing, school leadership, staff PD, closing student achievement gaps, and new ways of teaching and assessing maths. Professor Stephen Dinham will be delivering the opening keynote titled Being a Leader of Learning and Teaching at EPIC 2017, which is hosted by the Australian Council for Educational Research. Here he gives a brief overview of the issues he'll be discussing. And we know from international research that instructional leadership has a larger effect on student learning than, than other sorts of leadership, particularly of the more managerial administration uh, type. So one of the key things that I stress is that as being a leader of learning and teaching you need to understand the research evidence on that so that leaders can work with uh, staff in schools to identify priorities, um, plan for professional learning, uh, put into place various changes and so forth and uh, it's very very important to understand those strategies and approaches that have most impact and those that have lesser impact. So um, one of the things I will be talking about is some of the um, the high impact strategies for, for teaching and then how leaders can work with and through people in their schools to put these into place and then to monitor how they're going, to evaluate and to modify if necessary. So it's very much an evidence-based approach to teaching and learning with the leader being a key learner themselves. Professor Stephen Dinham there. This year's closing keynote will be delivered by Professor Nan Barr. She'll be talking about the hidden qualities in quality teachers. I'm very interested to try and open people's minds to the concept of uh, the additional personal attributes that teachers bring to um, their engagements with students that make the difference for the learners and for the learning of those students. And that's what, by additional, I mean those things that are... um, above and beyond the basic competencies that we would expect of a a professional. So things like um, cooperative and democratic attitude, for example, um, make sense in the the schooling or classroom context in the way that uh, a teacher would demonstrate being cooperative, um, uh, providing opportunities for students to be cooperative and democratic in the way they engage with their learning. Those sorts of things require a good understanding of the content, the, um, the curriculum, the learning outcomes as, as well, and I think that they can be learnt. The other sorts of things are um, um, a sense of humour. I mean, I've, I've known teachers that are, you know, are funny as, but I'm basically what I'm meaning here in terms of personal attributes is someone that can bring a sense of humour out of the, the learning that they're hoping students to, uh, to attend to so that they can actually find ways of bringing the concepts to life for students, um, bringing humour to bear. So I think they're professional, qual- they're, they're both personal attributes but they're also professional attributes that... Uh, 
that we can pay attention to in the way we develop teachers and the way we consider how effective they are as teachers. Okay, we are going to delve into the teacher archives now with two presenters from EPIC 2014. First off, here's Neil Lloyd from Brisbane's Youth Education and Training Centre talking about the starting point for school improvement in relation to students' literacy and numeracy skills gaps. So we um, sort of had a good look at our um, sort of pedagogical framework, that philosophy on how we, um, what we're doing and how we're implementing um, pedagogy in the classrooms. And so that was our um, starting point. Um, and we, we wanted to make sure that we had a common approach to teaching, something that we could articulate to new staff, but something as well that was... Um, in essence based on research Um, so you know we wanted to have things like common unit and lesson plans Um, we also wanted to develop a you know more of a team culture so that um, there's more sharing of ideas and more collaboration Um, but we also um, wanted to develop um, resources that could be used um, within the school and beyond the school. In 2014, I also caught up with New South Wales Principal Karen Endicott. Here she is talking about changing the leadership structure at Sarah Redfern High School. What we needed was this structure of what I call managers. So I have a I have a business manager, I have an operations manager, I have a strategic planning manager, I have a curriculum manager, and I have a student wellbeing manager. And they are now the team that drives every agenda that we're putting through. Every change agenda, they are focused. They've got their target areas, they've got the outcomes that they have to achieve, and they are driving, working with teams to of teachers because the teachers are the ones that make this happen. It's not... Unless you have them on board and committed to what you're doing, then nothing will happen within a school. Two years ago, EPIC was in Sydney, and one of the presenters was Californian educator Amy Du Gray, who shared the details of her school's in-house PD program and how seeing teachers learn also benefited the students. They see us learning during the school day. They come by you know, a classroom where it's a classroom of teachers and they see their teachers engaged in the same work that we ask them to do. Uh, I think teachers sometimes lose sight of the fact that we ask children to work out of their comfort zone all the time and it's really great that they see we're willing to do it too, that we put ourselves in the same position, same place. Mark Sivils was another presenter from 2015. One of the features of the Maths Peer Assessment Programme at his Tasmanian school is double deadlines. Here he is explaining how they work. We set two deadlines. The first due date had specific things that we needed them to do, usually um, an attempt at each question, um, and we gave them a breakdown of what we expected for that first one. And then the second deadline was the one where they really submitted it when it was expected to be a highly polished piece of work. So it was kind of like a drafting of maths work. So it's not something that usually happens. It might happen a lot in um, in other kind of humanities subjects, but um, it's something that we were embedding in maths as well. Fast forwarding now to 2016, here's a snippet from our Global Education podcast episode with Dr Kevin Anthony Perry, who ran a workshop at EPIC about his research into student wellbeing in Danish classrooms. Here, he shares one teacher's approach to building trustworthy relationships. She stands there, and she's got the iPad, middle of the class, and she starts reading out every single kid's name, 
Um, Emil, how did it go at football yesterday? <laughs> Sarah, how was your horse? Um, Jamie, how was your father? He's been ill lately. And she's got this very small 10 second window with every single child in the class. Mm. And it's something she prioritises, and it's something that builds up an individual contact with every single child, but at the same time, she's building up the full class contact. Nikki Ehrlich from Campbell's Bay School in New Zealand was another international presenter last year, talking about a collaborative project called Modern Maths. She explains student voice is one of the important ingredients of this successful programme. In terms of student agency, when we teach and learn maths, we believe that students need to own the learning and the assessment, so students are actually assessing themselves, looking at the progressions, highlighting where we need to be, and I'm talking 8 to 10 year olds, um, and what they have within this mathematics program is a lot of voice and choice. Nikki Ehrlich there. Now, as we've heard today, one of the great things about EPIC is the fact that school leaders and teachers are the conference presenters as well as the delegates. Uh, let's return then to 2017 keynote Professor Stephen Dinham. I asked him what the benefits are of giving educators this kind of stage on which to share their work. We're working with a lot of schools that um, are making real progress in terms of an evidence-based approach and in, in, in terms of improving teaching and learning. I think this empowers schools, it empowers teachers um, when they can actually see that they've been part of a process of developing an approach and putting it into place and modifying it and, and doing all of those sorts of things. It really is quite empowering and I think when people start to see the fruits of their labour, if you like, if they start to see you know, measurable gains in student outcomes, um, I think this is a very strongly motivating force. Um, the other part of it is that there's a lot of uh, work that's been done in schools which is done almost in a hidden fashion. It's not shared with anybody else. So you have a lot of reinventing of wheels in education and there's a real imperative, I think, um, to share best practice. And it's not always a recipe that you can sort of just immediately adopt, but you can certainly adapt. The Excellence in Professional Practice Conference 2017 takes place on the Gold Coast on 25th and 26th of May. Visit www.acer.org forward slash EPPC to register and download the full programme. The Teach Team will be there posting live updates via Twitter. Our handle is at TeacherACER. And stay tuned for future articles, podcasts and videos featuring EPIC 2017 presenters. That's all for this special episode. To keep listening or to download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher iTunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen A-C-E-R. To access the latest articles, videos and infographics from Teacher, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au.